Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Let's have all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, Brady PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramount Plus. Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast. Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon here with publisher Jody Demley. Uh, lots to cover here, Jody. You've got uh, the bowl game going on in college. The, the, the basketball season is in full effect recruiting on both basketball and football. So let's try to give it uh, as much attention as we can to each on this podcast. But let's start with basketball. The Cardinals, you know, getting closer to the starting conference play, but number three in the country. Uh, what do you think so far as Mac's team is starting to progress towards this conference play? Well, first of all, happy holidays to everybody because it's that yeah. time of the year. And that's why we're doing one a little early uh, this week. We did a, uh, a football recruiting one. Uh, we did a signing day one last week. We did a we've done a bowl preview that'll be up soon. And uh, now we're now we're taking care of this one. Happy holidays to everybody. Uh, between now uh, and the uh, and and next Monday, boy, it's uh, it is uh, it's a good time to be around these parts because you've got holidays and you <laughs> you also have. Uh, you also have uh, a little game on Saturday afternoon, and uh, the boys Small are game. back. They uh, they had a few days they had a few days off. They reported back on uh, on Sunday night and uh, back at practice. And uh, in in from what I understand, uh, very spirited and uh, an excited group. Um, a, a bunch of guys that really want to uh, uh, they want to win this next game, and uh, and and obviously. If it was anybody, it doesn't matter who they're playing. They want to win the next game. But with it being Kentucky and with all the talk and the chatter and everything else that's going around with this rivalry, I think that it's one of those deals where everybody on that team knows just how important that this game is uh, this week. And, uh, uh, you know, they won't put extra. I mean, like I I, I said, they prepare the same. That's the best thing I can say about Chris Mack and, and, and the way he is. They prepare just as hard for everybody but there'll be a little extra added incentive this weekend yeah no doubt and obviously louisville very hungry coming in you know it remained in the, in the top five number three in the ap poll you know and something's going to be an interesting obviously a, a topic of discussion as we get closer to the game is you know which kentucky team will louisville see obviously kentucky now dropping two straight they've fallen to number 19 uh, in the ap poll and, and you know you can almost start with that you know would you rather play a team Coming off two straight losses like the like the Wildcats are currently right now, or would you rather them be coming off a win? You know, because you've got the whole discussion: could they be hungrier? Which you know, I think is kind of funny when you're in a rivalry. You know, I don't think coming off a loss or a win is going to change how hungry you are to win in a rivalry game. But Jody, do you have a, an opinion? Which would you rather face if it's a, a you know a team on a losing streak or a winning streak coming into this game? Well, I, I just assume that Dwayne Sutton already has two fouls and. Uh, Nate, <laughs> Nate Sestina is four for four already from three point range. That's the way sometimes it goes in this rivalry, right? Uh, no, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I don't think it matters. I mean, it's, it's, it's a rivalry game. It's going to be the same. Uh, I, I do think there's a little something to, uh, there's a little something to Kentucky probably. I, I, I didn't, I haven't watched them a whole lot this season, uh, but I saw some of the the Utah game, and I saw a little bit of the uh, of the Ohio State game. 
and I do think there's something to the fact that, I mean, they played better in that game on Saturday. And uh, I mean, Ohio yeah. State, in my opinion, I know they lost to Minnesota, but in my opinion right now, Ohio State is the best team in the country. Um, the way they manhandled Louisville in that first half of the secret scrimmage, uh, those guys are legit and they're big time. Um, they're, they're the best team right now. Uh, will they be the best team at the end? I, I don't know, and, and, and that's hard to say. But for Kentucky to play like they did against them the other night, I thought that was a step forward for them. And unfortunately for Louisville, um, or, or, or I mean, I guess it's not unfortunate, but I mean, they, they're going to get you're going to get the best Kentucky just because that's the way it is. And the fact yeah. of the matter is it's a rivalry. Yeah. You know, you're going to have a, a, a obviously a packed rep arena, you know, so all their eyes on the college basketball world will be back on the bluegrass state uh, for a little bit. And when those two teams meet, you know, in this type of setting, it doesn't matter if it's on TV, it doesn't matter where it is. I mean, you're going to get both teams are going to come out and give it their all. And, you know, it's, it's, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be Chris Mack's first time taking Louisville in uh, to Rupp Arena. I'm looking forward to see how he handles that environment. I'm not sure you'll be able to tell any difference. I mean, it's not like the first time he's uh, coached in a really big game at Louisville or elsewhere. Uh, you know, But it is different when you're going into such a huge rivalry on the road. Um, how will the team react early? Um, that certainly will be a key who will jump out early. And Louisville, for the most part for the season, you know, has been starting the games early, but the late, later trend uh, has kind of been the opposite. So I think that's a key going into this game. And we'll talk more about this game as we get on, maybe share even more keys as we get closer to game time. But this is certainly a game where you don't want to start slow. And, and as you mentioned, you don't want to get Dwayne his third foul within the first two minutes. Yeah, no, and I think Jordan, you know, look, Jordan's a, Jordan, if Jordan Wara is the best player in the country, which I believe he is one of the top, a couple best players in the country, if not the best player in the country, if yeah. he it truly is that, and I think he is, he's got to show that this week. And there can't be any of those, you know, those fadeaway step back hopeful I'm hoping that it goes and hits the rim kind of shots he, he's got to actually play he's got to go at the rim he's got to attack and I think he will in the big games he's done that you know what I mean yeah. like in the games that Jordan hadn't played well this year to be quite honest besides Texas Tech he's got a couple that were eh. I mean those are games that really didn't matter I mean those were games that were kind of blowouts or whatever so yeah. Yeah. he he normally shows up he didn't show up in the game against Texas Tech and I don't expect him I don't expect that to happen again from him I think that is uh, that is a key for him uh, there. And, and again, staying out of foul trouble is the big deal. That's the biggest deal, really, to be quite honest. Yeah, you know, and I think you know, as we've heard from Chris Mack, <laughs> you know, recently because of you know not just Jordan but many on the team taking shots too quickly in a possession and things like that. You know, and we've we've seen Jordan uh, you know be put on the bench to end a half as well. You know, so I think that's certainly something that you would probably think has gotten Jordan's attention. I mean, he's not one of the best countries in the, in the one of the best players in the country for, for, for not paying attention to what the coaches are saying. So hopefully that has caught his eye a little bit and they're a little more patient. And, and, and he does, if he drives and the shots, not the or if he's stepping back, find an open teammate. And I think we'll probably see that against Kentucky, but I agree. You've got to have a big game from Jordan and, and a couple other people have to step up big as well. Clearly the Louisville inside presence needs to, to be a factor as well. So really yeah. looking forward to that game. We'll be, I'll be at Rupp Arena for covering it for everybody. So, and again, we'll, we'll talk more about the, the keys of this game as we get closer to it, but uh, certainly uh, one, you like Louisville's chances going into this one. That's for sure. Yeah. And by the way, I saw the first peak of, or I heard the first peak of a, uh, of a spread today and it was a pick em. Uh, on the little uh, the, those little the little parlay cards that you can do yeah. here around town, 
they're for for fun purposes only, obviously. Uh, but it was a it was a pick 'em game, and uh, I was I was like, wow, that's that's interesting to me um, that that it was a pick 'em. But that's uh, that's what it was. So uh, we'll we'll have to wait and see. Real quick note on recruiting, basketball recruiting, kind of quiet. You know, but, uh, first of all, Bryce Hopkins, the 2021 commits, having a great year. Uh, I'll do a little story on him coming up here uh, within the b- between the holidays and the, the two holidays, Christmas and New Year. But he's averaging about 22 points a game. Dre Davis is having a big time season so far. Uh, I've been able to see J.J. Trainer three different times. And uh, and J.J.'s having he's he's improved every time I've seen him. He's just going to need he needs a year with Andy Kettler is what he needs. Uh, J.J. needs a year with Andy Kettler and, and then he'll be really, really good. Not saying that he can't play next year. But he needs some strength uh, with with that frame that he that that he has got. Jalen Terry has cut his list of three: Louisville, Oregon, and LSU. We believe it's just Louisville. Uh, uh, quite honestly, we believe that it's just Louisville and uh, and Oregon. And I do think that uh, that Louisville still is in a good position right now. Um, I I don't I don't want him to go visit Mississippi, Ole Miss because I've heard uh, that they kind of are trying to get in there. Uh, but I think that Louisville's in a pretty good position right now to uh, to land him, and uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, what happens over the course of the next couple of months. But it could happen sooner than later, uh, to be quite honest. Football recruiting-wise, before we get into uh, anything else, Michael, um, big-time week last week, as we mentioned, oh, yeah. uh, right when we finished with our podcast, uh, Yaya Diaby <laughs> committed to Louisville and, uh, and signed on the same thing. So what a great uh, – uh, what a great time it was uh, for for the Louisville Cardinals uh, to be able to add Yaya. And uh, when you take a step back and look at it, three spots left in this class, and, and then they've done a good job with uh, with getting guys that they need and guys that are going to help them. Yeah, you know, and again, we had like I mentioned earlier about the, on the previous podcast, we had have had a chance to talk to some of the the coordinators, uh, Dwayne Ledford and Brian Brown, uh, about the bowl game. I also threw a couple of the recruiting questions at them since we didn't get a chance to talk to them uh, on on signing day. And you know, it, I really like what Dwayne Ledford had to say. I asked him specifically just about the offensive line guys, and and he said, in his opinion, it's the best group of offensive line that he's recruited during his tenure. So that's clearly high praise likes how they brought in guys that they could just line up across the line at each spot, you know, and Brian Brown, I thought made an interesting point. He said, he's extremely pleased with the guys they brought in and, and rightfully so you mentioned Yaya and, and there's a number of other guys, you know, they're going to play key roles, especially on that, that defensive front. But as he pointed out, you know, that still won't answer all the depth uh, issues that they have. It puts it in a, in a good position, but, you know, as he said, there's probably still another year away of completely filling that depth chart like they want with the with the size and the and the quality talent that they're looking for. So, uh, you know, but certainly a really nice signing day for this class. And as you mentioned, you know, adding Yaya. And it was a great second day of that that uh, short you know signing period that day two, you get Yaya and then Henry Bryant made it official uh, the same day as Yaya uh, committed and signed. So great day for the defensive line on, on day two. But you, I just found that an interesting comment that, that uh, Coach Brown brought up about, you know, we're probably still a year away from, from filling up all of our depth needs there. Yeah, no, it's it, they are. And uh, and when you look forward, look ahead, I've done uh, a, a, a list on the uh, on the website. If you look this morning of uh, the top 10 guys uh, in state guys, I'll be doing yeah. some other things here coming up with some uh, five guys on offense and five guys on defense, basically to watch and that kind of thing. But the in-state guys is uh, uh, there's some there's some talent in state. There's some really good guys. Oh, yeah. And I'm telling you right now, I think the one um, I think I think there there's 
I'm going to say this and everybody's going to laugh. There's two dangles. There's a Jordan dangle and a Jack dangle. Uh, and uh, Jordan dangles a tight end. Jack dangles a, uh, a linebacker. Uh, at this point, I think Jack Dingle from Trinity, uh, a Jack Dingle from Trinity and uh, also uh, Jordan Lovett from uh, North Harden are the two top guys that they want. I think that's uh, that's the two main guys in the state of Kentucky at this point. Obviously, Jaeger Burton is the highest ranked guy. He had a teammate that went to Clemson. Sounds like he's going to end up going to like Clemson or Alabama, something like that. Louisville will still recruit him, but it just doesn't seem uh, like that's going to be a, a thing for them uh, with Jaeger Burton. But uh, but there's some other guys and some good uh, some good guys that they're in on. Michael, as far as uh, as football goes, um, I, from what I've heard, the practices have been good. They've they've transitioned. This is now game week, so we're in uh, yep. uh, we're in game week. Today is uh, is um, uh, well, today is basically a Sunday, uh, going into game week. So, uh, so they've, uh, they've, they've got some things that they're going to do for Christmas and, and the guys will, uh, get a chance to celebrate a little bit, but they won't obviously get to go home for Christmas, uh, or anything, uh, because they, because they're in the middle of bowl practice and, and all that kind of good stuff. They'll leave for Nashville the day after Christmas. I will actually, uh, head down that night. Uh, and, uh, and we'll be at practice, uh, on, uh, on Friday, uh, when they, uh, when they practice down in Nashville, uh, for the first time. And, uh, it should be interesting to see, um, you know, kind of the attitude of this team when they come out. Yeah. And really looking forward to it. Obviously they'll have a few practices down there in Nashville. And as, as you mentioned, we'll have a uh, coverage of them at, at Cardinal authority. Yeah. And, and you know, one, you posed a question, uh, I guess it was to Brian Brown at following practice the other day. And, you know, as we're, they're talking about going through the fundamentals and everything, but you brought up the question, you know, part of winning a bowl is making sure your guys are focused, you know, because there's a lot to get distracted by. I mean, there's the events and the gifts and, you know, and it's the postseason and some guys aren't going to play. And, you know, and the responses from them, it sounds like these guys are really zoned in. Uh, we touched about it a little bit on our bowl uh, preview podcast, just about the focus that they've got because one, you know, their performance, especially defensively against Kentucky, they want to get that out of their mouth. And they obviously they want to finish the season on a win and get some momentum there. So um, we'll be looking, you know, I'll be curious to see how the reports come out of Nashville once they start practicing down there, how they do, how focused they do seem to be. Yeah, it it, it will be interesting to see. And, uh, and like I said, I'm excited. I'm excited to get uh, to get out there and uh, and just kind of see. Uh, what they are going to, uh, I, I'm excited to see how they're going to respond because I really think that this team can uh, can respond and will do that uh, after uh, that just horrible uh, last game. They don't want that. They don't want that to be the game that that, that defines them on this season. And uh, and I think that they'll moving forward will be uh, will be pretty good for it. By the way, uh, women's basketball, Michael, uh, they're off until Sunday. Um, Coach Walls and his staff. I'm, I'm doing a story. Uh, uh, I'm doing a thing of their top recruits on the 2021 class and they're in, Oh my gosh, it's amazing. The kids they are in on now. They're not going to sign many in that class. Cause it seems like they got 30 people on the roster, you know, with two of them registered <laughs> and all these kids coming back. But, uh, uh, they're in on some big time kids in, in that as well. And, uh, just for everybody to, to, to watch out for Michael and I are going to try to pull off some, uh, some all decade teams over the course of the next week or so. So be on the lookout for that. How difficult is it to do an all-decade team Oof. for Louisville baseball? It's oh. unbelievable. Oh. 
the guys that you could throw in there and the guys that Michael, you're going to have to do that one. Cause the guys that you're <laughs> going to leave off, it's like, they're going to be yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we're both going to chime in on that one. You know, and that that's going to be fun because, you know, that's uh, obviously, you know, you could toss in some opinion and stuff like that. So people are going to have some different thoughts on, on who should be the guys that, that we'll end up listing. So you know, it's, it's a fun thing to debate and discuss and we'll have fun with it at Cardinal Authority. And, and certainly those uh, that, that read it and, and look through it can share their thoughts on the forums there as well. So looking forward to having those. And as we wrap up uh, 2019. All right, this is another edition of the Cardscast. We appreciate you uh, tuning in, clicking, uh, wherever you're watching. And, uh, again, we have a bowl uh, edition up, and uh, hopefully we'll have a post-game Louisville victory over Kentucky up later in the week as well from a basketball game. Michael McCam and Jody Dimling, CardinalAuthority.com, Cardscast. Everybody have a happy holidays. This is Sandra Oreda from Attacking Third, a podcast part of the CBS Sports Golasso Network dedicated to all things women's soccer. With the NWSL expanding to 14 teams, the 2024 season promises to be bigger and better than ever, and Attacking Third will be along for the ride from start to finish. Before that, though, we'll be all over the CONCACAF W Gold Cup, where the U.S. women's national team is looking to clinch silverware on home soil. We'll also be keeping tabs on the winter transfer window, the Women's Super League, the UEFA Women's Champions League, and elsewhere. Coming to you multiple times a week with game previews, recaps, analysis, breaking news, exclusive interviews, and more, Attacking Third is your one-stop shop for the best coverage of the women's game. Download, follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere podcasts are found. Make sure you subscribe to Attacking Third.